Hi, hello there. My name is Noel Omahi, and this is the Hot Podcast brought to you by Crash Talk, a 15 to 30 minute storytelling podcast that have conversations with um, certain key players and stakeholders in and around uh, northern Nigeria. Today, I have with me uh, the man, the myth, the legend. I've been trying so hard to, to get him on my podcast, and he's here. He is the guy. Uh, first of all, I, I, I want to say congratulations on the recent album release. Uh, the album did numbers, like it did a lot of numbers. Uh, I would have asked you what your favorite book in the Bible was, but it, <laughs> <laughs> it could be numbers. So I'm here with M.I. Abaga, and we're going to be talking about the impact of technology in music, uh, music experiences for artists and for musicians alike. So if you're an artist out there, you need to pay attention to this because M has a lot of nuggets to drop uh, and we're also gearing towards the Incredible Music Festival which is going to be happening on the 1st and 2nd of January at Crest Hotel uh, and Gardens. M is, is an amazing artist who has done Northern Nigeria, Nigeria and the world proud. Um, I want to talk about the Hennessy Cypher first of all and I want to ask you a question. He said even if you choke, you're still the good. How did you come up with that? Like, <laughs> with the in the middle. Yeah, like in the middle. <laughs> well, um, it's so funny that verse because um, I had really struggled through the through the, those the recording of those cyphers yeah. because um, I just don't know. I, I feel like doing that type of rap where, I'm yeah. just, where it's like arbitrary ciphering. Yeah. I feel like I did it so much early in my career. So much. I've said so many dope things in the past that every time I write it now, I'm like, man, I have to do another one. But I think Hennessy really uh, treated that cipher with class. It's well done, the visuals, everything. They did it the way it should be done. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, I mean, the conversations around the GOAT, like everybody always talks about it from like, if you think you're the GOAT, blah, 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 blah. Nobody ever says, nobody ever says, I mean, you know, something like that. Um, I think Ariga now has has it as one of his money cards. Yeah. But I just thought it was, uh, you know, no matter what you say, even if I mess up for this cipher now, <laughs> I can explain my truth. Yeah, are you, you, you guys were standing like work of arts. Yes. Are you into NFT? I am learning about the, the, the space. So the answer, the proper answer is yes. I'm very, I'm a very, uh, I'm very interested in tech, but I'm answering in a way that I've not yet put out any NFTs of my own. Okay. Um, like that. I did a small collaboration with Binance uh, yeah. a back. But um, because I'm learning about the space and I think that when I do get into like proper NFTs, um, we're going to use them more as maybe uh, have dual usage for them, not just as a work of art. Okay. You know, but maybe as a smart contract or yeah. something like that. One of those other utility uses. And then we'll, we'll, and we're, we're thinking about doing something in January with one of our artists. So, We'll see how that goes. Okay, so uh, how has technology played a very major role for you in your music experience as an artist? I mean, technology has, maybe as far back as the 60s, has been one of the key roles. It's how we record music, it's how we share music, it's how we market music, it's how we promote music. Uh, you can go back to when it was just the old radio and it was a uh, uh, two-track recording system. Yeah. But the microphones, everything is all part of technology. and. Um, Right now, today, even in the distribution, streaming services, how you upload music, all that stuff, how people consume it is all happening online through platforms. And technology is probably the major um, both disruptor and facilitator of the entertainment industry.
Yeah. So Benson had uh, in 2022 done a metaverse listening, mm. and you you're gearing towards the incredible music festival. Uh, and would there would be places or presence of you of MI and your concerts, your events on the metaverse anytime soon? This is a good question. Uh, something I started thinking about last year. Um, I wouldn't bet against it. I don't have any concrete plans today, but I wouldn't bet against it. Um, the metaverse is in some way um, a more Purchase intuitive way for us to interact with the internet. Um, in, for people listening, what I mean is, so you know, so that you, people use big sentences. What I mean is that if you were to start the internet again today, I would ask, what's a better way for us to interact with it? That's probably the metaverse. Yeah. Where you can see things, you can move, you can touch, you can speak, you can connect with people, you can see, you know. So I think we're eventually going to head there. And, and uh, creatives, I think, should all get uh, interested and invested. And yet, oh, I'm no different. Definitely, you see me in the metaverse. Yeah, definitely. I look forward to seeing M in the metaverse. So um, many up and coming artists uh, do not really understand music streaming. And records have shown that in 2020, we had the highest influx of people streaming music online as a result of the COVID 19. Uh, Statista stated that. Uh, streaming platforms hit 4.3% in 2022 and it is projected to reach 6.5 but we still don't see many up, uh, coming, up and coming artists especially in northern Nigeria making great use of these platforms what do you think is the major crush of all this things? Yeah, there's a major technological um, uh, the amount of technology that's accessible to people falls off as you go further northward Yeah um, I think that uh, there's data about this, there's stats about this. If you go high up, north, east, northwest, if you go really high up, um, the likelihood that someone will have a smartphone and have a streaming service is very low. Um, not so much if you come down and head towards our south. There's still a long way for us to go. But what I want to say to people is this, I would prefer for them to look at it in the context of growth. Question is, Purchase when all these people come online, how much more streaming is there going to be? And in that way, it doesn't matter only how you stream today. It matters how you capture your content, how you put it online, how you promote it. Because if it's well packaged and well put online, somebody can find it 30 years later. Yeah. You know. But if you just put it out and you don't really take care of it and it goes to the back end of the streaming service, you know, it's, it can get lost in the in the sauce. And, uh, now, so M has been a huge person that is data driven. Uh, yeah, you've you've always been about data. You've always been about data. You've always been about data. Now, artists need to understand what data is. What uh, means of education should they go on or undergo for them to understand what data really is about? Because many people don't really care about data, especially here in Northern Nigeria, where we are. Uh, and you are someone who is data-backed, data-driven and data-focused. So how can they really, really leverage on data? Mm. Data is, if I were to describe data, I would say data is information that can be understood and can be used by someone else yeah so let's if you use that example and just simplify it like the list of fans you have if you were to able to write down oh my i have 30 fans that's data who are they where are they what style of music do they like that's all data because somebody else can use it somebody else for instance let's say i'm a just artist and i have 50 fans and the 50 fans are my guys in a school. Yeah. In this school, um, um, they all like hip hop and other things like that. 
um, when you um, when you are able to share that data with other people, when you're able to share that data with other people, you're going to see that um, maybe the SUG president or someone else they will say, "Oh, uh, can you get those 50 guys to come and um, support my campaign or something?" Now, if you don't have that data, if you're not able to show the person the data, the person can't use the data. So what happens? The person, you can just say, I have fans. Now, the person is not uh, able to use that in a real way. Yeah. But if you're able to say, I have 50 fans and they're 20 men, 30 women, they live in Unijos, now that data can be used by someone. It can be used, the information can be used. In that way, getting data about who you're selling to, what you're selling, how long people are listening to your music, all that stuff is very important because it tells you what they are likely to do Purchase again you know? yeah okay now how can one build up these funds you know how can one generate all these funds uh in, using technology as what we have today yeah um you just pr- put out your music put out content um People know that they can come to your platform and always see content. They follow you and they follow you. Okay, so speaking about the incredible music festival, uh, and MI, I'm going to merge this question with MI's, MI's um, relativity to politics and social media. What, what is the music festival solely about and what's it geared at? Well, if we have a few goals, I would say that the goal number one is for us to revive the cultural economy in Joss. Um, there's so much talent here, but there's a lot of, there's little creative economy activity. And we need to make sure that that doesn't continue. Number two, uh, there is so much, um, there is so much um, upcoming talent that needs to be discovered. And I think that with creative economy activity, music discovery goes up. Yeah. And then we can, um, can do that. But last but not least, uh, it's a way for us to celebrate jazz at a global level, to be able to show people that we are uh, a city that's given us, given the city, given the country so much, and we're able to um, shine a light on that, celebrate with us, some of our music legends, celebrate with some of the icons of the game, and just have a great time. Okay, so if you were to have any last words, what would that be? Last word is uh, keep listening to the podcast and uh, sharing with your friends. Thank you very much. And do remember that this podcast is for tech bros and non-tech bros alike. And we don't all have to code, but you know the code. Thank you very much to the guy. Thank you for listening to The Hub Podcast. Do well to follow us on all social media handles at Crest Hub. Remember to visit our website at www.cresthub.com. And would you love to write to the host? Send an email to newell.cresthub at gmail.com. Yeah, Alhamdulillah.